Hello, good evening, and thank you for tuning in to another late night episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health therapy or assistance that you may need. In this podcast, I am simply here to share my journey as a newly single mommy of two boys. I actually recently left a very toxic marriage of 11 years. My ex-husband had some issues with substance abuse, and I was the codependent wife. So just recently, I made the decision to leave and file for divorce. I made this decision so I can have the opportunity and the ability to heal and rediscover myself. I found that being in that toxic relationship, which not only did my husband, ex-husband create, but I also contributed to. I found that being in that toxic environment, it was not good for either one of us or my boys. Because while we were in that very toxic environment, I found that I was not giving my all to my boys. I was not the best mom, nor was I the best person. I found that when you're in a very toxic relationship, that's what tends to happen. It's a no-brainer. But now that I have this opportunity to self-heal, become more self-aware I know that I will be able to become the best version of myself and I only hope that my ex-husband will find himself throughout this journey as well as my journey continues and as my new chapter unfolds I sincerely hope that I can provide any type of help or encouragement to others that are in the same or similar situation once again thank you for listening so it is late It's close to being 11 o'clock in about a few minutes. This is my second episode that I've recorded today, which means I'm very excited to share. And it also means that it's been a pretty eventful day. And for those that know me very well, I am one of those women that have a lot to say. I will talk your ear off if you truly have coffee with me. I love to share, but I also love to listen. But with that being said, there's a few things that happened today that 
I really believe everybody will go through. There was actually this post that I saw on Instagram today. It was um, called, well, the hashtag is Single Mom Magazine. And there was a quote on there that says, just because you miss it, it doesn't mean you want it back. So, yes, ladies and gents, you know what topic I am referring to. You know where this is going. I mentioned in my previous episodes there are certain topics that I was avoiding because I really try to avoid showing any type of vulnerability. But I will say this. I would rather be genuine with all of you, my friends. Because I want you guys to see that if I can do this and if I can endure this adversity, you guys can too. So there's going to be moments where our former spouses, especially when it comes to substance abuse, they will try to reinsert themselves. This could definitely be even outside of substance abuse. Any type of, you know, abusive relationship with a narcissist or just any type of relationship or marriage where you no longer have their trust because the hurt is so deep. It's really hard to just forgive and sometimes I feel that and this is something actually I hate to jump around but this is something that I realized as a 34 year old woman now I remember in previous relationships college relationships you end up getting back together but You never really self-reflect and give time for yourself to really make that decision of if you're ready to go back into that relationship. You never really think about the pros and the cons. But this time, I did. And as that quote said, just because you miss something... It doesn't, you may miss something, but it doesn't mean you want it back. Especially when kids are involved, it's really hard to bite the bullet for the kids. Or basically, it's like, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. You want, you, you know, you have this feeling that you feel obligated to sacrifice your own happiness to just keep this family unit together. But you really have to take a step back and think about, is it really going to benefit them? This is just my personal opinion. And this is what I've experienced. And this is why I decided to go the route that I went. I found that the the most unhappiest times was actually the times that I was 
probably not the best mom because my emotions got the best of me. I was not taking care of myself. I was not in a good place. So when I really look back, I realize that I really could have been a better mom. And that's the things that just make you appreciate you know, things that you took for granted is when you go through these adversities. Once I became a single mom, I started doing things that I never used to do for my kids. And I always hope that they appreciate it. They tell me they do, but I really hope that they do. Not because I I want that recognition, but I just want them to really feel how I, how much I love them. And of course, I can't compensate for a lot of things that they went through, all the trauma that they went through. But I do know that they went through quite a bit and it's hard. I don't like to slander anybody And I don't like to talk ill about anybody. But there are times when we leave a relationship. These people will try to reinsert themselves. You really have to gauge what your feelings are. If you really feel that it's worth it. And you're willing to take that chance again. Then by all means do so. But. If that's not what you're feeling and you get to that point where you decide to go back for the sake of your children, you really have to trust your gut feeling. You really have to look into everything and just remember why you left. There's always going to be, you know, those specific reasons that you can't look past. There's always going to be those doubts. You're always going to beat yourself up and you're always going to feel guilty. Perhaps there's going to be some times where, you know, your, your ex will make you feel guilty. Maybe they'll say things like, That's not what I meant. All the sorries come out. And unfortunately, no matter how many times they say sorry, everything can be corrected. (laughs) It's not going to work that way. They think that everything will be corrected. Or at least they may not think that, but they do hope so. They are hoping to get that chance back. Maybe they've changed for the better. Or maybe it's just a way to get get to you. You may never know. But you have to use your better judgment and how you feel. And think about what's fair. I say this because this is what I've gone through tonight. Of course it's flattering when somebody does want to work things out with you, especially after they've 
hurt you so bad. But the bottom line is realistically, when you look at everything that's happened, it is so hard to make that decision. And how I saw it was I went through hell to get here. As in, I went through hell to get out of that environment. The things that I had to deal with, the people I encountered that I shouldn't have encountered, the betrayal, the hurt. And what hurt the most was someone who was once my best friend and someone who I once held very close to my heart, the one who was supposed to know me the most out of anybody in this world who I completely trusted was the one that was holding the knife as I continuously got stabbed. I know that sounds pretty dramatic and graphic, but that's just how it felt for me. And I know that I am not a complete angel with a lot of things that went on. And that's why in the beginning of this episode, I did say that I contributed to that. But when you know that you will be hurting somebody, it's best to stay away. If you know that somebody will bring out the worst in you, it's best to stay away. That's how I made my decision. And I don't regret my decision, not because I feel that the father of my children are my, is my enemy, but because I really feel that I have to do everything in my power to protect my children, not just physically, but emotionally and psychologically. I know they have to make that determination, but this is the decision that I made on my own. I really, really feel that I have to stick with my guns. And I have to see that he will be able to follow through with my simple requests. It may not be simple, but if they say whatever it takes, you got to call them on their bluff. Nobody made things any easier for me as I was going through all of that heartache. I didn't expect anybody to. And even now, as I struggle, not completely, but as I struggle to adjusting as a single mom, I don't expect anybody to hand any type of help to me on a silver platter. I appreciate it when it's given to me, but at the same time, I understand that I am responsible for taking care of my sons. I understand that there's so much on my plate that I need to take care of. Because of that understanding, I keep going. 
So when your ex tries to reinsert themselves, herself, his self in your life, you really have to think things through. If it means you need to talk to a licensed professional, I would suggest so. My biggest thing is breaking the cycle. My entire life has been ran upon cycles. History always repeats itself, and I am all about breaking that cycle. Perhaps one day we could talk more about that. But for those that are enduring any type of attempted reinsertions, just know that it's not your fault. Just know that, well, even if it's partially your fault, just understand that there isn't really much that you can do. You're powerless. Don't feel so bad. And sometimes you have to take that extra step and maybe do some of that self-guided meditation or pray to whoever your higher being is and ask for guidance. It'll help. Let go of the things that you can't control. And one thing I have to say is when this occurs where, you know, you're put in a position where you could be left vulnerable for maybe restarting that cycle again. Put your foot down. Put your foot down. Don't allow it to happen again. Because if you're in the same situation that I'm at, where you finally got out and you finally had that opportunity to rediscover yourself and be that better version of yourself, it's time for you to be selfish. It's time for you to self-love. It's time for you. And even if, let's say for any strange reason, later on in life, you two are meant to reconnect, then the universe or God will allow that to happen. But until now, until then, I'm sorry, this is your time. This is your time and even their time. To become better people. However they choose to use their time. Is up to them. And maybe at this time. It's not their time to grow as a person. Maybe they need to endure more adversity. So they can grow. But if you know that this is time, your time to grow. Don't let anybody take it away from you. Who are they? It doesn't matter if it's. If you know in your heart what you want to do, and if you know in your heart that this is something that you've always yearned for, it's okay to be selfish because for me personally, I know that aside from being a mother, there's going to be much more within myself that I know that I could give I know that I'm going to make a difference. And in order for me to be that strong person, I really need to have this time to myself. 
I really need to learn how to become independent and not rely on anybody. So if this ever happens and this is how you feel, then don't allow anybody to take that away from you. Love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. You have to understand that. I struggled with that earlier, probably in the earlier months. What ifs? Should I go back? Should I do this? Should I do that? I just never knew what to do or how I would react. And, you know, the time came. The time actually came and that time was tonight. We were communicating through emails and I realized that, wow, that time finally came. And I just, I did struggle a bit with how I was going to react, but I took a few deep breaths, really thought things through, and there you go. I was given that opportunity to make a sound and um, clear decision. So allow yourself that time. Because when you're at peace with yourself, you make better decisions, not impulsive. That's one reason why I strongly encourage speaking to somebody, a licensed professional, a therapist. Because family is great, but sometimes when you have too many biased opinions, it doesn't help you any. Because you need to figure out what's best for you. And you need to be at peace. And another thing I wanted to add was, as I was having a conversation with my ex-husband about, you know, a lot of the things, I, that's what I told him, you know. I can't be at peace until I'm no longer mad at you. So I am working on no longer being mad at you. Because I don't want to carry that big burden any longer. But that doesn't mean that we are going to try to mend broken pieces. In order for me to let go and be free of everything, I know what I have to do. And I'm okay with it. And basically just letting go of that anger and that resentment. Things happened. Bottom line, I told him, I saw where you stood with that. Now, there are things that he may say or might have said to try to convince me otherwise. But, you know, we get to that age where we don't really have the desire to play games any longer. And once that happens, we're just, we're just over it. And... At the same token, you know, when you're explaining these things, you want to make sure that you're explaining them as gently as you possibly can. Especially 
Yes, perhaps if you are in a better state of mind, you do have the upper hand. But always be the better person. Always be the bigger person. And, you know, instead of putting them down, which I struggled with as well, talking about the past, just wish them well and encourage them to utilize this time to find themselves and become a better version of themselves. They may or may not like it. But that's not up to you. All you could do is spread good news and give good, you know, lead them down the right path. And I will say that I don't wish the worst on my children's father because at the end of the day, if something were to happen horrible, horribly to him, I I don't benefit from that. And you know that even in your situation, you don't benefit from that because who gets hurt at the end? Your children. So with that being said, keep a humble heart. Stay kind. I can promise you that you will feel a whole lot better. (laughs) Having so much anger and hatred It is easy, but it's just very heavy. Also, I wanted to do a quick shout out. Today is my dad's birthday. He passed away three years ago. And during these times, I wonder how it would be going through these adversities and challenges that I've gone through. I wonder what he would say. There are times where I do wish he was here, and there's times where I'm like thankful he's not here. But, hey, (laughs) we always get unexpected, you know, events in life, and we just deal with the cards that we're given. So, I just hope that tonight's topic helped out a bit. I will always be here, and I do hope that I can encourage and help those that are in any type of situation to rise up, because truly, if you've ever felt that you've hit rock bottom, Keep climbing. Perhaps there are those that, like I mentioned earlier, maybe it's just not their time and they have to go through adversity. Maybe they have to go down a little bit more before they decide to go up. And all we can do is hope and pray for them and hope that they make the right choices. That's truly all we can do. We don't have any control over what they choose to do. So, that's all I have for you guys tonight. It is going to be past my bedtime. Tomorrow, 
this is actually something I'm looking forward to doing. I did really well this morning. I woke up at 5.30, got a lot of my things done. I had goals that I had set. They're simple goals. They're baby steps. So I am actually going to do that. It is now 11.19. So I'm going to probably go over my, briefly go over my um, law of attraction journal or planner. I can't talk. And just see what I could do. Just read over it. I haven't really gone through it. It's a lot of things to write in and I think it's awesome. Um, actually with this planner, they suggested having a, um, an accountability partner. So I decided to have one of my good friends join me. Um, if you're curious about this planner, I do have it on my Instagram. It's actually called Freedom Mastery. It's uh, the Law of Attraction. What's pretty interesting, I did mention this on my last few episodes, is it's got... It's awesome because, like I, like I said pri- uh, previously, this particular planner is microwavable. <laughs> I know that sounds funny, but you use erasable ink, and you can actually erase it. But you take pictures of it, you store it in iCloud. And you can erase it by sticking into the microwave. And then you can rewrite on it all over again. So I am pretty excited for this. I am looking forward to positive goals. I'm looking forward to more positive actions in my life and just, you know, meeting more goals. I've actually had a few positive things happen. There's small things. I'll go over those at another time. But I will definitely talk more about this uh, free mastery journal planner. So, uh, yeah, my good friend will, you know, actually we decided to work on this planner together. So I'm pretty excited about it. (laughs) Um, I will go over this because before you even get into the planner, they do have things like what is your goal? What are the major steps to make this happen? And, yeah, there's still a lot of things that I have to decide. But, all right, my friends. That's all I have for you guys for today or tonight. I will probably see you guys tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited. (laughs) Thanks once again for tuning in to another late night episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. Until next time, 
Good night.